Hey guys, and welcome to the Family Business Indaba podcast. We are the voice of African family business, promoting generational wealth and generational legacies. And my name is Susan Tendi. And I am Nika Amani. And we're going to be taking you through the journey of African family business. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this second session of the African Family Business Research Conference, a collaboration between African family firms and Nelson Mandela Family Business University Family Business Unit. In this second session, we have with us Mrs. Angela Pike Bowles, and she will be addressing the topic family businesses and dynamic capabilities, a systematic literature review. Over to you, Angela. Thank you so much. Um, okay, so today we'll be discussing family businesses and dynamic capabilities, a systematic literature review. Family businesses are fundamental for any world economy where they contribute significantly to job creation and economic stability. However, current family business research themes primarily focus on succession, performance and entrepreneurship limited attention placed on topics such as dynamic capabilities. This is highlighting a call for modernized data within the family business field as dynamic capabilities remains an emerging theme within the family business sphere. Dynamic capabilities were originally introduced by the works of Pisano and Tees 1994. This theory suggests that firms can improve and sustain their competitive advantage if they can be dynamic and proactive in identifying and responding to opportunities and threats in the environments in which they operate. Therefore, this systematic literature review encompassed a detailed overview of dynamic capabilities and family business research conducted in South Africa with an objective to explore the concurrent effect of dynamic capabilities in the family business context. Executing a systematic literature review contributes to the demand for updated literature, methodological trends, and suggested future research themes concerning the family business field. This paper followed a qualitative research logic through a meta-analysis of academic research focused on family businesses and dynamic capabilities. With keywords for inclusion criteria, including family, family firms, dynamic capabilities, capability, and family business. The meta-analysis took into a time frame of a five year consideration from 2018 to 2022, specifically in South Africa. It is important to note that only English academic articles were taken into account and no books, conference proceedings, newspaper newspaper articles or published dissertations were taken into consideration for this systematic literature review. Here Myself as the researcher acted as the research tool in gathering, analyzing, and evaluating the academic articles in order to draw out 
the current family business and dynamic capabilities, literature, patterns, and future topics. In doing this, it allowed for a comprehensive and transparent results to emerge. Now, the results indicated that although there has been an interest, a growing interest in dynamic capabilities within the family business field, there is still a gap that is there. Okay. There's not enough research indicating the influence or exploring the influence of dynamic capabilities specifically on family business performance. Existing literature reveals that dynamic capabilities do in fact contribute towards an improved business performance, but it does not illustrate in depth to what extent. Here, it indicates it does promote to competitive advantage, where the firms must implement the three pillars of dynamic capabilities, which includes sensing, seizing, and reconfiguration. The three pillars of dynamic capabilities, which are sensing, seizing, and reconfiguration, are the main constructs of the theory, where a company cannot implement dynamic capabilities without following those three pillars successfully. If those three pillars are executed effectively and adequately, the business will be able to make effective and timely decisions based on the identification of opportunities and threats within their their operating environments. The results reflected that researchers are also following both qualitative and quantitative research methods when investigating these two constructs concurrently. However, quantitative research approaches seem to be the most common research method followed. Here, a research gap was identified where existing research primarily focuses on the benefits of dynamic capabilities and its implementation of the three pillars instead on the function of the various dynamic capabilities that exist and their specific individual contribution to a specific family business and its performance. This is an important gap to close within the family business field as family businesses practice differ from non-family firms. This research further provided a deeper understanding of the link between dynamic capabilities and family business performance by identifying that there is a relationship between the two. This has resulted in implications for scholars, family businesses, non-family businesses, and practitioners. These results indicate for scholars potential research themes for the future that will allow for a deeper understanding of dynamic capabilities within the family business field following specific methodology as there are limited dynamic capabilities that are being focused on in their individual constructs. Here, scholars will be able to identify new topics 
and new research themes that will contribute to the body of knowledge in the family business field. The results further benefit family businesses and practitioners with current academic articles that encompass the two constructs. Here, by family businesses and practitioners reviewing such articles, it will allow for them to identify what dynamic capabilities are and how they can benefit their company. What are other companies doing with the concept of dynamic capabilities in order to enjoy competitive advantage and sustainability, especially within our trying economic conditions. Here, the family businesses and practitioners will be provided with new insights and direction of future trends businesses will follow in order to grow and sustain their business performance and empower them against the changing economic conditions. Lastly, recommended future research avenues that was identified throughout the systematic systematic literature review includes for qualitative researchers, a future research topic could entail the exploration of the importance of dynamic capabilities pillars. And secondly, how management routines orchestrate resources and capabilities in family businesses. Following this through a qualitative perspective will allow for a different view on a more um, personal level with the participants. Instead of statistically analyzing what their perspectives are. While for quantitative research themes, a future topic could entail an investigation into dynamic capabilities macro foundations, which is also a new um, theme that is rising within the dynamic capabilities field, is their macro foundations and the role that managers have in the, the developing stages of dynamic capabilities in a family firm. By exploring these two topics, it will allow for an increase in modernized data for the family business field, especially during these economic times. That brings me to the end of my presentation. Thank you so much for that interesting, interesting presentation. We have a few questions in our question and answers um, chat box here that I will um, just share with you and hopefully we can work through them within the time we have left. So the first question up is from Professor Farrington and she's asking what examples of topics that researchers can focus on that will specifically address What are examples of topics that researchers can focus on that will specifically address dynamic capabilities? Okay. Um, I think I may have covered that at the end um, Mm -hmm. where I suggested the future research themes. Um, A specific topic would be the micro foundations, which could be explored both qualitatively and quantitatively and because that is a rising um, topic within the dynamic capabilities um, Field. So that would be interesting to know how it interrelates with um, family businesses on its own as a construct. 
Thank you. And I have here from Victor, he's saying, Angela, thank you for the interesting topic. Can you expand on your methods, please? Is this a meta-analysis or quantitative literature review? And how many articles are included, which journals were included, and how is dynamic capabilities measured in the research? Okay, so this followed a basically a qualitative literature review where I, as the researcher, went into detail on analyzing the different um, articles I pulled through. Um, let me just get out my journal. So there were three journals from Scopus that I had pulled from, and these three journals included, let me just open this. Um, okay. So these three journals, I pulled um, the academic articles from are based on the Department of Higher Education um, list, their accredited sources, and they included the, where is it? And these included the Family Business Review, um, the Journal of Family Business Management, and Journal of Family Business Strategy. So in following those three journals of Scopus, I then did a qualitative literature review and I went through as the researcher to compare the different um, trends that these articles were um, mentioning. And altogether, from those three, there were a lot. (laughs) Um, It resulted in around 356 articles, which are have then um, included. Yes, and how, I hope I'm answering your question. And then your last question is, how is dynamic capabilities measured in the research? Um, the dynamic capabilities contract was measured in the research by the inclusion criteria. So if it did not um, include a specific capability um, term or construct, the article was then um, eliminated. And so there were originally um, around 500 articles that included my inclusion criteria of the terms. And then after reviewing those, it came down to 350 articles um, as they included the specific inclusion terms I was looking for. Um, most of those articles included the um, dynamic capabilities construct as a whole instead of individual um, capabilities in the family business field. I hope that answers your question. (laughs) Um, I am sure it does. Um, Thank you for that, Victor. And thank you, Angela. The last question I have is from Professor Farrington, and she's asking, have you found that family businesses differ from non-family businesses in terms of their practices in terms in, in terms of their practices in terms of DC? Yes. Um, just by going through my literature review and the articles, it has been um, illustrated that the way that a non-family firm practices dynamic capabilities does differ to family firms as there's more personal in-depth relationships within a family business um, in the way that they uh, encourage the capabilities to grow on a more personal level 
um, compared to a non-family firm. Um, non-family firms are a lot more structured in their um, capabilities and who they um, bring in, while in a non-family firm, they are a lot more flexible um, and provide a deeper foresight based on those family relationships and their um, play of the succession um, plan that they have. Thank you, Ale- Angela. We have a, another question, uh, which is why do, why did you use a five-year period from 2018 to 2022? I chose that specific period to allow for current um, research to come out um, instead of focusing on older articles that um, have been published um, with this systematic literature review. Focusing on the current um, time frame of a five-year period brings out trends that are starting to fade away and shows into the direction of what new um, research themes are actually coming out um, currently. Perfect. Thank you so much, Angela. I think we have finished with plenty of time to spare. Um, I would like to invite everyone to join us for our next session, which is happening at 1230. Thank you so much for allowing us insight into your research. If anyone wants to get hold of Mrs. Pike Bowles, I would advise that you send us an email and we will be happy to connect you to her. Otherwise, we will end this session here and looking forward to the next session. Thanks again, Angela. Thank you.